morning, everybody. Hope everybody's well. Happy Wednesday. Oh my gosh, good to be back with you. Be back in the regular spot. Uh, for those that are joining us uh, now, we last two days momentum. Uh, we had a men's retreat in Orlando yesterday. We were live from Orlando. It was unbelievable, unbelievable. You know, it's so important sometimes in life to just get out of your environment and think and have conversations that are deeper than just getting through your day. It's incredible just how that goes. And the guys that were there were unbelievable, unbelievable, unbelievable. So it's great to be back. Great to be back with you. Hope everybody's having an incredible week. We've been at this wall for so long. For those who are joining us for the first time, just catch up a little bit on some of the previous episodes or just stay with us a little bit. It'll, It'll make sense. We've been at this wall for a long time. The wall of life. Every day we reach a wall 30, 40 times a day, maybe, hopefully. That's the call we have to make. That's the thing we have to do. That's the concentration we have to have when we're ready. To, our brain is ready to say enough. All the, all the little parts of our lives, if, you can, if we can zero in in the microscope of life and look to see where greatness lies, Greatness lies in the micro moments in which there is an opportunity for us to expand ourselves, to rip, if you will, or like we said earlier, to connect something that was otherwise disconnected. And it should hurt at a micro level, right? When you wake up in the morning early enough, it usually hurts to get out of bed. Typically, it hurts to get out of bed. And if it doesn't, you should, maybe you should get up earlier, right? It's some, it, it, it should hurt a little bit, not too much, to restrain from eating certain foods, to engage in things of meaningfulness or spirituality, to engage in work in a way in which you are always growing, to engage in family in a way in which you are patient and kind. It hurts a little bit to be patient with that kid that's testing your patience. It hurts a little bit to think about other people while your day begins. And there's so much for you to do today. It hurts a little bit when someone doesn't remember you the way you remembered them and you keep your mouth shut. It hurts a little bit to maintain energy towards the end of the day. It hurts a little bit to um, do the things you, that, the rituals, the habits that you know are the right things to do every single day when it gets boring. I was on the phone yesterday with an incredible, I was trading voices with an incredible person who, who moved to Israel. And she was meant mentioning that the, the pain of being in Israel after the, after the, excitement of of moving sort of dissipates and life comes back in and you got to adjust to a new world, a new culture. As wonderful as it is, it hurts a little bit to be away from family. It hurts a little bit to be doing something that's different. It's life. If you want to like zero in on where greatness is, it's at the wall. That's where it is at the wall. And every single day, If you're playing hard enough, there are dozens of little walls that present themselves throughout the whole day. Little walls. Some of them are big. Some of them are small. 
Some of them look like they're made of rock. Some look like they're made of cardboard, but they're walls. And when you get to that wall, your brain's like, let's not do that. Let's be, let's go backwards and be familiar with this discomfort. I'd much rather feel this way. And it's painful to be disconnected from family or from my true self, but it's, I know that pain. This world in front of me is unfamiliar pain. What's going to happen if they don't respond, respond properly? What's going to happen if I fail in, in public? What's going to happen if I don't get the job? What's going to happen? What's going to happen if I say the thing and everyone looks at me like I'm crazy? What's going to happen? Or I can't. I don't have enough energy. I'm not built this way. I never did this before. I don't know what this looks like. That give and take. Micro all throughout your day. If you collect those every day and you do them every day, weeks, months, years, that's greatness. That's it. That's all it is. When you look at great people, that's all they've been doing. They just have been knocking through their walls as much as they can. And that just collects. And one day they're doing things and you're like, how did you break that wall? And the answer is, I've been breaking walls my whole life. And I got good at breaking walls until the walls got bigger and I broke those two. I don't have to think about having a conversation with someone that I need to talk to. I don't have to think about trying something that's new. I don't have to think about pushing myself to remember things. I don't have to, I've been doing it my whole life. And those that are constantly in the same place all life, it's just another excuse. I, I would, but I, I would, but I can't. Why? My wife, my husband, it's not who I am. It's hard. Why me? I get overwhelmed so easily. Why me? And if where we spoke yesterday, and I'll tell you what we did yesterday that was I found very powerful two nights ago. Is that if you really get to that wall and you want to know what's holding you back, usually what holds everybody back is one thing. What is that thing? What is it? Anybody? Fear. Fear holds us back. Fear. Rabbi Nachman says, the entire world is like a very narrow bridge. If you, if you look at the Israeli soldiers, there's a couple of songs that they all know. There's a couple of Jewish songs that every Israeli soldier knows, depending on their alleged level of religiosity. You go to Israel, you see soldiers, you sing some songs to them. There's like a couple they all know. One is Am Yisrael Chai. You know, another one they all know is the Hebrew version of the whole world is a very narrow bridge. Gesher in Hebrew, it's Gesher Tsar Me'od. Rabbi Nachman said this, the great Rabbi Nachman from Breslov. Veha'ikar, and the, the most important thing is lo lefached klal, no fear. The world is a very narrow bridge. It's shaky. It's rickety. The unknown is scary. What will happen if is scary. But I never did that. It's scary. A rickety bridge. I can fall into the abyss. And the most important thing is no fear. Now, what does that mean? 
We're gonna we're gonna try to identify it. We're gonna try. I'm gonna we're gonna try. If you look at your walls today, wherever your walls are, what's in front of us that stops us from going through our walls is fear. There's something that we are afraid of. And that fear prevents us from taking the energy that is within us and barreling through that which is in front of us. Fear. Where does this fear come from? A bunch of different places. But we're going to just do it slowly. But let's just, I want this, I want the fear to just set in for a second. Fear. We're afraid of something because if we weren't, we would just barrel through it. When I pick up the phone to make a phone call to a client, if I need to cold call somebody, if I need to ask someone from, for money for an organization, if I need to push myself beyond what I think is my perceived limitations, what holds me back, it may not be that I am scared for my life. It's fear. Fear of rejection. What if I say that thing and nobody, everyone thinks I'm dumb. So don't ask, anyone have this in life where you don't ask questions that you have questions for? Did you ever have this? Especially when you're younger, but even when you're older, where you have a question, but you don't ask because you, you're sure that you're the only one with that question and you don't want to look dumb. Fear. Ever want to take on something, but scared that you can't deliver on it. So you don't even try fear. Fear of coming across as being more when you know you're not. Fear of looking dumb in front of your friends. Fear of being rejected. Every one of us has some level of fear that prevents us from being totally free to be the person that we're meant to be. Now, if you wake up in the morning, we did this on the show. We did this actually in, in the um, in the retreat as well, that prayer of Moda'ani. If you wake up in the morning and you believe that the things that are in front of you were given to you, and your job is to bring out the, the power that is within you, and if you believe that you have the power because you have infinite power, because you're connected to God, and everything in front of you is part of your pathway to greatness, then why don't we just go out and do stuff all day? So what if we fail? So what if we mess up? So what if we end up in the mud? So what? The fear of, of failing. The fear, the fear is what holds us back. But where does this fear come from? I'm going to take a shot at it. Because the answer is going to be that you're never going to get away from fear. That's just how it works. You never leave fear. All you're really doing is replacing fear. You're never going to be fearless. You're just going to replace fear for another fear. Being brave doesn't mean, it doesn't mean not having fear. The soldiers that are fighting battles, they don't not have fear. 
They don't not feel pain. On the Shabbat show last week, we had a wonderful woman, Orna Klein. She was a Mossad agent for for 20 some odd years of her life. She was active in the Iraqi nuclear bombing in 1981. A woman, one of the first, one of the original women that was a woman agent. Fascinating. And I asked her on the show, how do you deal with the fear? And she said, people think that the people that are in the Mossad or the commandos don't have fear. That's not true. We all have fear. In fact, fear is our best friend. Fear is how we know if we're going to be compromised. Fear is how we stay alert. Fear is how we stay, you know, uh, at the best of our game. And the game in life is not not having fear. The game in life is learning how to manage fear. Bravery is not the absence of fear. Bravery is acting with, with fear. When you hear people say things like, I can never, it's not true. I can never have these many kids. I can never take on this. I can never do that. Really? How do you know what you can and can't do? You only know you don't know until you've done it. Fear is part of our life and we're never going to get away from it. But we have to replace it. Before we got a place, we got to identify it. We started talking about this yesterday. Where does this fear come from? So I'll tell you where I believe it comes from. It comes from three words. And we said yesterday, we started talking about the evolution of this for those that were uh, there yesterday. Three words that is, I believe, at the core of our fear are the words, I'm not enough. I am not enough is why I am afraid. Because the reason why I know I won't be successful at this is because I'm not enough. It's usually, the truth is it's four words, but you get to pick the third word. You just get to pick the blank. I'm not blank enough. You can put whatever you want in there. And we do. I'm not smart enough. I'm not... Uh, charismatic enough. I am not spiritual enough. I am not physically strong enough. I'm not enough. I'm not enough. So if I've got the wall in front of me and I got to figure if I got to get through that wall, I'm not enough. I don't have enough. I didn't have it in my background. I'm not, I didn't grow up with it. I didn't have that in my role models. I don't know what to do about it. I know what they're doing. I know what I should be doing. I know what I want. But I don't, I'm not enough to go out and get it. On the treat, I've met an incredible person who's struggling with their family. And he realized that part of it was because he grew up in a family that didn't really give him the proper habits of having a family. How he was treated as a kid was not how he wants to treat his kids. And he's now grappling with an entire world of neuroconnections and habits and knowledge and exposure to people 
that have given him no real direction as to how to deal with his family. And all he's seeing is the destruction of his family, but he doesn't know how to fix it. Not enough. I don't have enough knowledge as to how to be a better dad or spouse. I don't have enough strength to change. Do you ever feel this way? I know what I want and I know what I want to be. I don't have enough. I'm too tired at night. I'm too tired in my day. I got too much going on in my day. I don't live, you know, a a life where I get to like, you know, journal for six hours. Like, come on, get real. I don't have enough strength. I'm not enough, baby. I'm not enough. This world has done one thing to us. It's convinced us that we're not enough. It's no one's fault. It's just how the world works. Just how the material world works. That's not how the spiritual works. It's not how God works. But it's hard for us to see God in the material world. That's how the material world works. It's no one's fault. Just how it works. We're always competing with somebody. There's always someone around us that we are comparing ourselves to. You go to school, you got to put kids in a room. You got to find that way to get, make sure they know the information. You're just comparing them. You're picking one for a high school. You're picking one for a college. You're picking one for this. You're picking one for that. It's almost impossible to not look to the right, to the left and see how someone else is doing. You live in a community, different size homes, different nice size cars, different jobs. Every micro society has their own little trophies. They determine it's important. Some people are more inclined, some people are less inclined. Every family has things that they did. Who says it is important? You don't know. The people on top, why are they the ones to say it? Because they're the ones to pay the bills? I don't know. Every family says this is what we consider to be important. And some kids are more inclined and some kids are less inclined. I don't know. I went to school my whole life. There's some kids that are really good at school. I don't know. They're just born that way. I'm not saying they don't work hard, but like they were a little smarter than the guy next to them. Not every one of those guys... And it, it, did it work out when they got into the work? But okay, we keep on trading around. And just in case you thought for one second that that it ends there, oh no, now it gets even better because now you can pretend you're enough because you got a screen to hide behind. And you get to like filter your pictures even now. You get to pretend by angles that you're enough. You get to take your pictures when you're on vacation. You get to take 30 shots and then alter it through your your phone and then send it out to all of your friends. And they go, wow, she's enough. I'm not enough. Everywhere we look, if we're not paying attention, we are subconsciously being reminded that we're not enough. And if we don't deal with it, I'm not enough is the silent thing underneath the world of Don't go through the wall. If we don't identify it, that I don't think like I'm enough, we're not going to find the energy to go through that wall. And every time you don't go through that wall, you don't have to the wall. It looks bigger the next time. Until you wake up one morning and all you see are walls. And round and round we go in life. All right, we'll talk about this. Um, not enough. We'll talk about it.
with God's help. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for being here. Thanks to those who came on the trip. That was awesome. And, um, let's work together until we realize that we are plenty. We are more than enough. All right, we'll get there with God's help. Have an awesome day with God's help. I cannot wait. See you again tomorrow. Have a great day. Thank <music> you.